Hello and welcome back to the Girls Who Live podcast. I'm Sarah. Hi, I'm Chelsea. Uh, back again. She's back. Yay. Um, hopefully the audio quality sounds fantastic because we have these really cool mic setups that I'm really excited about. They're uh, looking pretty official. We look and very professional. Hopefully I don't sound like I'm underwater this time. <laughs> um, and then also hopefully you don't hear the dogs because I can't get them to shut up. And we gave them, well, we as in Sarah gave them a sleepy treat. So hopefully yeah. it works. They're really cute, but they're she a little loud. to sleep. It's really just Sally. Charlie isn't as loud. He's just a little rambunctious. Yeah, but he's like four months old. So that one, like, I don't know. He's also like much lazier than Sally. Sally just needs to calm down. Um, oh, I did want to uh, give an update because I know we talked, last time I was here, we talked about small actionable changes and so I I know sometimes you could be like oh well that's you know nothing compared to what I'm doing but I feel like it's a big win for me personally um usually I try to make Fridays my activity day um to try to do something or do more movement and since it's been so nice out lately I took three whole walks this last week um walked to the coffee shop on Friday uh or no Saturday and got some coffee so that was nice but I could just tell that I was like, oh, man, I haven't done this much activity <laughs> in a really long time. So, yeah, um, it was good. So I've got a Pilates class planned tomorrow, and then I've got a Pilates private scheduled for next week. Love. So hopefully as it's getting warmer, I'm going to be more active and get back into my routine of things and start stabilizing a little bit more before I start my bigger, more compound lifts. Yeah. So are you doing Pilates with the person with Shelby? Um, I will be doing a private plotting with Shelby. Okay, yes. yeah. So, so I was I'm, like, I don't, yeah, no, I'm very excited. Um, I reached out to her because uh, she has a reformer she can come to you and, um, you know, do that. Or um, if you have your own, which I did, I found it on Facebook Marketplace for like 70 bucks or something nice. like that. So I need to clean that up a little bit before she gets over there. Um, and That's honestly, really cool, I'm going to a class tomorrow. Um, and I'm kind of nervous because I've done a Pilates class like once in my life and I've had this reformer, but I haven't used it cause it kind of scares me cause I'm like, what is going on yeah, here? Yeah. There's just all these different like yeah. bands and yeah. contraptions. Bands and, and springs and trampolines and I'm don't know what any of it has to do, but Shelby's going to learn me up and teach me. So, yeah. uh, we'll, we'll see how this next class goes tomorrow morning. Um, but they're hard. Oh yeah. This is definitely going to be hard. I couldn't get into the beginner one cause it like the time just didn't work out for me. So I think this one's like an essentials class, which hopefully that means I can... Like foundations, yeah, kind of, sort of. Hopefully that means foundations and not like advanced, because if it's advanced, I'm just going to be laying there, and even though I, that's okay, when I teach yoga classes, you can just lay there. I don't know if that's going to be acceptable at the Pilates class. We'll see. Um, so. You just tell them. Like, I'm really out of shape, so. <laughs> well, just be like, uh... Leave me alone, please. This is my first class. Please, uh, don't. Be kind. Yeah. Um, yeah, I did Pilates Reformer, like, one or two times at the old gym that I used to work at. Yeah. I was like, what? First of all, I had no idea what I was doing. Second of all, it was ridiculously hard in, like, a really strange way. Just yeah. like how, like, bar is hard. Yes. Because I'm not used to doing those kind of movements. For sure. And that's why I'm like, I want to get my, all my stabilizer muscles working yeah. again and activated and, um, you know, really moving well so that when I do start lifting again, I'm not going to injure myself. Yes. Because that should, that will be a topic for another time, but stability before big lifts. Oh yes, for sure. For sure. 
Um, but today's topic, we're going to talk about sleep and... Or sleep lack routines, thereof. Lack thereof. Um, sleep routines, tracking your sleep, all sorts of things. Um, people kind of forget about sleep, I feel like, as part of your health routine. But it's yeah. a big indicator of your health. And it's a very, very important part of your health. Um, so we're going to chat about it. Because we kind of chatted about it last time we were together. But we wanted to really dive in. Yeah, and expand a little bit more and what we have both personally gone through and just things that affect our sleep and just knowing that everyone's a little bit different and you kind of have to find what works for you, but hopefully some you take away some things that you think are good for you and then throw away the rest. Yeah, so. that's, that's just the motto for everything that I say is like take what resonates and just throw away what you yeah. don't. For sure. Care about what doesn't work for you. Because everyone's different, so. Even sometimes I'm like, hey, that works for you, but that is not going to work not for me. That's not going to be great for me. Just like I have given up on the reformer Pilates dream. Yeah, I guess, I mean, this might me. might be a journey, and we'll see how it goes, if it if it lasts or if it doesn't, so. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, we were going to kind of talk about our personal sleep stories. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a bedtime story. Um, our, our experiences with sleep and then kind of go into factors that affect your sleep, um, kind of dive into like different ways of tracking, things like that. So do you want to go first? Do you want to sure. share? Okay. Yeah. So, um, I'll just start off with, I was a horrible baby. Um, I'm sure there were like many things that could have affected this or, you know, my mom could have done to help, but that was almost 30 years ago. So yeah. there's, wasn't as near as much research as there is these days, but right. she let me know that I did not sleep all night until I was five years old. So I'm surprised, um, I'm alive today, but <laughs> uh, because I did not sleep and my mom loves to sleep. So, um, you know how that works when, you know, sleepless parents and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. I know you can resonate with that, but oh, yeah. Um, if Avery didn't sleep all night until she was five, I'm sure you would Well, Avery still does not sleep in her own bed yeah. all night. Okay. Like, she will, so we'll put her to bed in her bed, and she'll be like, I need snuggles. So we'll, like, put her in bed and, um, you know, try to, like, get her to sleep, whatever. She'll fall asleep in her bed, and then anywhere from, like, midnight to, like, 2 a.m., she will come sneak into our bed. And I don't know if it has to do with, like, Josh getting up for work because he gets up for work at midnight so maybe she hears him and then Mm -hmm. like gets up and then freaks out I don't know she also had really bad like night terrors when she was little oh my gosh um yeah she has her own sleep story that has (laughs) not fully come to full circle yet um but yeah so I feel that if I was your mother I feel like actually your mother and I are the same yeah (laughs) but yeah so I didn't sleep all night till I was five and went to all day kindergarten um, where actually I would fall asleep at school all the time. So I would just sit and crisscross applesauce and I would just like fall over and fall asleep. And they just were like, oh, you're so cute. And they would just let me sleep. So then I slept too long and then obviously I wouldn't sleep again at night. And so that was like a whole, a a whole thing as well. And then I, you know, long story short with, um, why I started gymnastics was, um, it was a way to wear me to out. To get your energy out. It was a way to get my energy out so I would sleep. And when I coached later, um, in college, I was like, I understand fully why my mother dropped me off for yeah. four hours a night 
So it would wear me out yeah. and she wouldn't have to wear me out. And then she probably took a nap. Yeah, like, 100%. She definitely would drop me off and, like, I'm going to take a nap at, like, 4 p.m., you know, for an hour or whatever. So you I get what you get. Drive you home and all that. But, yeah, so I, gymnastics was definitely a reason to, like, wear me out. And whenever I was injured, it would, one, you're frustrated because you're injured. And then, two, I didn't sleep because I wasn't being worn out as much yeah. as I typically would be. So that was a whole thing as well. My dad actually struggles with insomnia. So I actually would like wake up in the middle of the night as a kid and I would get like really bad calf cramps. Um, I still do occasionally, but I think it was a nutritional deficiency looking back. But, you know, I didn't like bananas. So was I going to eat bananas at seven? No. Yeah. Um, so my mom would be like, okay, your dad's awake. Like go like ask him for help. And so me and my dad would just watch TV in the middle of the night. Like I'd eventually fall asleep. He'd eventually fall asleep. And We'd just be on our separate couches or whatever. And yeah, so I, that's been a very consistent theme. Um, and then as I've gotten older, I feel like it's switched and I'm, I just can't shut my brain off. Yeah. So, and that's like a weird, going back to with you and your dad, like waking up and going and like watching TV and stuff, mm-hmm. because now we know how much like watching TV turns your brain on and the yes. light affects your sleep and all of the that kind of stuff. Light, yeah. And you, we probably didn't know, have that much research no. like when we were little about that. But I've struggled because Avery wanted a TV in her room. Yeah. Like so badly. And I'm like, okay, th- this would be good for us because she's falling asleep to the TV mm-hmm. anyways. Like, does, does it have a sleep timer? It does not. Ah. Okay. Well, it might. I was going to say. It's something I, to look into. It might. It probably does. Um, but I was like, oh, like, she's already doing it anyways, and she's already watching TV. This is just letting her do it in her room. Yeah, not in your room where it's waking you up or keeping you up. Right, but then I'm like, oh, but I know how bad it is to, like, fall asleep to TV, so that it was, like, this, like, internal struggle of, like, okay, do I let her do it or not? And then eventually we just did, and so she has a TV in her room at five years old, but you know what? I don't judge. You do what you gotta do as a parent sometimes, but, like... (laughs) I mean, that probably caused issues, too, like, falling back asleep. Definitely, and I never had a TV in my room growing up, so I don't know if I just needed more noise to fall asleep, so, I mean, you know, now at 28, I sleep with an eye mask, and I have a white noise machine, like a little baby, but I also um, do so fall asleep to the TV, but I have a sleep timer, so I usually, like, put it on like food channel or I'm a I'm a sucker for Guy Fieri diners drive-ins and dives you know the show is just gangster and out of bounds um if you know you know so um I usually fall asleep to like one of those episodes because I'm like "Mm, that food sounds so good and then you know I put my sleep timer on usually for about 30 minutes and I'm usually asleep within like 15 yeah so then it goes off I've got an eye mask I'm not seeing the light and then the white noise continues like, pretty much all through the night. I wouldn't say, I think I've set it for, like, five hours or something like that. Yeah. So, I use that now, and that's been helping. Just to, we're in a new new place, so it's not as dark. So, yeah. got the eye mask. It's a, you've got new noises and new sounds, and so the white noise helps drown that out. So, I'm still kind of transitioning over to a different space, yeah. um, which is also affecting my sleep. But I am on medication to kind of like shut my brain off at night yeah so that my thoughts aren't spinning and spiraling yeah because that's the biggest thing like I did still wake up uh, a couple of nights ago actually and I was like oh I have the solution to this problem at work and I just like thought through it and I was like this is what I'm gonna do and then thank god the next day it actually still made sense because sometimes 
very, very often it does not make sense, even if I write it down. And I come, you know, come to full consciousness the next morning and I'm like, what was I thinking? So, does that ever happen to you when yes. you, like... Literally, I call them shower thoughts because it always happens to me in the shower, but it happens to me in the middle of the night too. But I'm like, like washing my hair, doing whatever I yeah. need to do, and it's like, oh, I have this really good idea. Yeah. And then it just like will go away. After it's that. not a good idea, or you just don't remember it. No, it's a great idea, and then I don't remember. You it. Don't remember it. <sighs> yeah. Um, but I mean, waking up in the middle of the night. So my sleep. Is kind of the exact opposite of yours. Which is nice that we have differences because we're yes. not the same. Um, I don't... As far as, like, way back, like, when I was little, I don't remember a whole lot. And my mom hasn't, like... I feel like I was a pretty normal pretty kid normal. when it came to sleep because nobody told me otherwise. Um, but I remember being in high school, and I don't know if it was because of the activities that I was involved in or what was going on, but I, like, slept so much. Like, you are in high school, and most kids that take, like, advanced classes and mm-hmm. things like that are, like, up all night studying, yeah. doing notes. I remember some of my classmates being like, oh, my God, I pulled an all-nighter last night, like, studying this material, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, what? How? Like, I was in bed at 8 o'clock. Like, <laughs> I would literally wake up in the morning. School started at, like, 7 or something like that. I would wake up at 6 get ready, go to school. I had, like, activities in the evening, so I would either go to diving and do that, or I'd be working or whatever, and I would literally come home and go right to bed. Mm -hmm. Like, eat, sleep. Sometimes that meant I was in bed at 8 o'clock as a 15, 16-year-old. Well, I mean, your body was, I mean, I know you're short, but your body was growing, so I wasn't, do you think that had anything to do with it, or? Not at that point, because I was, I was done growing at, like, (laughs) 14 maybe like that might even be nice it might have been like 12 or 13 I don't I don't know um I think some of it could have been nutritional deficiencies as well but like at the time I didn't know that my parents didn't know either no and I'm like now that I'm looking back at it my Cheez-Its and water bottle for lunch were probably not the most nutritional thing to give you the energy (laughs) right to give me energy that's probably why I was falling asleep at eight o'clock but like I was just so tired all the time and then I went to college, and same thing. I was so tired all the time, but I was forcing myself to stay up. Mm-hmm. So then I would just get sick instead oh, of and being tired. Down. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, like, my body was screaming at me to rest, but I just refused to do it. Because I was like, woohoo, college, whatever. And that's what you do. Like, oh, my God, I went to bed at 3 a.m. most nights and call, you know. Oh, yeah. Especially the first couple years. Um, and, you know, get up at 8 for a 9 a.m. class and just, I don't know how I did it. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I didn't get up for my classes I my first semester in college was just a mess um and then the rest of college was just weird because I had a baby but (laughs) that's besides the point that's besides the point um but even like having a child that messes with your sleep and stuff like that Mm -hmm. I just have always been a very sleep heavy person even to this day like I will go to bed at Anywhere between, like, 9 to 10.30, mm-hmm. and I will wake up at, like, 7. So I'm getting a full, at least 8 to 9 hours of yeah. sleep. Sometimes 12. Like, it, I need a lot of sleep. Yeah. But, I don't know, that's just how I've 
always been. And I feel and, like with the changes of, you know, daily savings a couple weeks ago or maybe a month now. Um, that really messed with me this year. It, I don't know why, but it really did. I feel like sometimes it messes with me and sometimes it doesn't. Or if I'm going through whatever, I use it as an excuse of like, oh, yeah. well, daylight savings. But I just know that as the sun starts, you know, in the summertime or in the spring and summer, I definitely wake up earlier because the sun, the light wakes me up, and so no matter what time I go to bed, I feel like I can never sleep in. Yeah. So I do enjoy sleeping more in the winter time, but again, I guess if we're, quote, hibernating, you know, um, that could be why we just sleep a little bit more in the winter time. Yeah. Um, or want to go to bed earlier because, you know, you get home at five and you're like, oh my god, it's like nine o'clock, let's go to bed, and you're like, oh, I have to wait four more hours Yeah. Uh, to go to bed, so... I have always been an early riser, though. Like, yeah. I'll go to bed really early, and even... Okay, it depends on what your... Definition, definition of, early of early is. is. Not a 5 a.m. riser, although I'm going to have to be in a couple weeks. But um, even, like, when I was younger and things... Like, I was allowed to sleep in. I didn't have responsibilities, whatever. Um, I would... Latest I would sleep in was, like, 8 or 9 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And, like, again, people are like, oh, I stayed up till 3 and slept in till 1. And I'm like, how do you do that? I just truly don't understand. So I've always been, like, semi an early riser. Um, I would like to wake up earlier. That's one of my goals this summer is to just, like, try to wake up a little bit earlier, especially before Avery because yeah, I want that time to, like... Time to yourself a little bit. Yes. Um, but, yeah, so I just... I've just been a very heavy sleep person. Mm-hmm. Always. Yeah, always. Always. Um, I would, I mean, I feel like I'm definitely, so yeah, but I mean, if that is a little bit of the depression as well, um, that could be it. And Probably. I know that for me lately, I've always been easy to wake up. Like once I'm awake, I'm awake. Um, yeah. And then with the depression, which my therapist and my doctor were like, you've been really good at, you know, masking your depression, um, your high anxiety, um, your, you know, high functioning anxiety has really done a number on you and you have been able to mask your depression for a really long time. And I was like, oh, okay, great. Cause they're like, your anxiety ramps up. So then your, your mood kind of improves, but then like you crash back down and yeah. they're like, you're just really good at kind of like hiding that. So yeah. I, once I got the official depression diagnosis, I was like, oh, this is why it's been so hard to get out of bed, and why I've literally had to help have my partner, like, physically, like, help me sit up and lay out my clothes and, you know, help me, you know, go, you know, get to the, walk to the bathroom and, like, get myself ready and stuff, and, you know, thank God for him, but, um, yeah, it's just, I never thought I would have trouble, like, getting out of bed in the morning. But that was definitely, um, you know, it's it's a lot easier now that the sun's, uh, you know, awake. Yeah. Which, or the sun's up, so I'm awake. Uh, the sky's awake, the sky. so I'm awake. Exactly. <laughs> Name that Disney movie. Frozen. <laughs> um, yeah, and now that I'm looking back on it, too, part of why I could always be so tired is my, like, constant anxiety. That mm-hmm. wears you out. It so that's probably does. also... A very valid reason as to why I sleep a lot. Um, and it's good that yours doesn't ramp up and then cause, like, spiraling thoughts. Like, it, I guess it wears yeah. you out to the point where you get to sleep a little bit more. It does, but, like, not in... Not when I'm asleep. When I'm asleep, I'm asleep. Yeah. Which, again, 
good or bad thing. Um, but dur- like during the day, if I'm having a very high anxiety day, I will notice my body just physically gets so worn out. Yeah, you just feel exhausted. Yeah. Yep. What kind of day, what does, what kind of, what does that look like to you in a high anxiety day? Um, well, this is something that I've like chatted with my therapist about too, because a lot of it is, so a lot of anxiety symptoms also mask as ADHD symptoms and a lot, they like go hand in hand. So I, if I'm having a high anxiety day, I feel like I need to go into super productive mode Mm -hmm. and typically my anxiety is revolved around my we're getting really into it here we're getting (laughs) um it it revolves around my worth as a human and like what I'm doing to be a productive member of society and um my like what I'm providing for my family and what I'm doing around the house and what I'm doing to just be there for other people and just to be productive and all of that kind of stuff. So when I feel like I'm in a spiraling mode, I get into like, I will like rage clean. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) Um, Which is something that like, hopefully my mother doesn't listen to this podcast, but she would do. Yeah. Um, And so I like one day, this was so funny. I like was in a high anxiety day, but enough out of it where I realized like what was going on and I was like rage cleaning I was like oh my god I'm turning into my mother like Mm -hmm. this is this is exactly what my mom does um but I will like rage clean I will like put a bajillion things on my to-do list and then I will get overwhelmed by said to-do list because of my ADHD yeah um and so because I'm just trying to do everything all at once when I'm out of that like it's like the brand the cloud clears my body is just so tired and then I will literally sleep for like I don't even know how long like last year around this time of year because I had just started my business Mm -hmm. like like fully like went in fully went in like I don't even know what the hell I was doing but it was like February and March I was like still in the oh haha this is great this is so much fun I have no worries yeah Yeah, and then like April May hit and I was like oh my god what did I do um (laughs) and so I was like making enough money to pay my bills that was my goal was I just need to be able to pay my bills not go into debt and I'll be okay um so I was doing that but I was still feeling like uh what am I doing here like am I being productive things like that and um I would just like literally try to like force a whole bunch of things like try to put a bunch of work on my to-do list to like be productive and it was just stuff that like literally didn't Didn't matter matter. yeah but I was like oh I need to feel like I'm doing something yes because you've the self-worth thing yes I needed to feel like I was doing something and also like I wasn't working nearly as much as I was at my old job Mm -hmm. just because I was trying to acquire new clients and things like that and so I would have a lot of my day where I would just not have anything to do and then I'm like spiraling because I'm like oh I should be doing something um and then I would literally have like a day like that and then I would have three days where I would literally just lay in bed because you were so day. tired because I was so tired and yeah so it's like my body like wears itself out yeah basically <laughs> but yeah I mean definitely um there are a lot of factors that can really affect our sleep during yeah. our day um, so even just, I know everyone's different. So, you know, I, my, my 
you know, energy levels have been really sinking around, you know, 3, 4 p.m. Uh, lately, I've been kind of like, maybe not even taking a nap, but just like laying down to rest for, you know, 20 minutes or so. Yeah. Um, sometimes. I've always, I've never been able to do that either. I mean, sometimes I will actually take a nap, but every time I wake up or my alarm goes off, I just feel dreadful for yeah. the most part. But I feel like before, if I would, I can't stay awake. Yeah. Like, and sometimes it's because my brain is not, you know, on board with yeah. what I'm doing. And so I'm like, okay, I'm tired. Yeah. And then sometimes I can be like, all right, let's do this project. And then my brain gets stimulated again. And it's like, great, I'm not tired anymore. Yeah. So it definitely depends. Sometimes I'm just bored yeah. and I will take a nap. Or, but also sometimes I'm just actually really tired. Yeah. So I've been noticing um, just different things that I've, you know, I don't drink caffeine after 11 a.m. Um, so I know that's not everybody, but it does really affect me. Uh, so I've learned that about myself. And then I know different times, like eating wise, it can affect people. So Sometimes when I am super tired, I'm like, did I eat lunch, you know? Yeah. And then what did I eat? Was it really, really heavy? Because sometimes if it's heavy, I'll want to take a nap, but I actually don't need to take a nap. So I just need to walk around the block or something and or get started on another project. Yeah. And I should be fine. But if I didn't eat, that's a lot of times when I'm like, okay. The energy just. I'm, exactly. Yeah. Because I didn't eat or I didn't eat enough or I didn't eat the right kinds of things. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, every day is different and, you know, sometimes you're just doing your best and that means a box of Cheez-Its or, yeah. um, you know, something in the car. My go-to snacks right now in the car have been these little, like, balanced breaks. I actually have some sitting next to me right now. Those are good. And then um, it's, like, cheese and crackers or nuts and dried fruit. Um, and then I also love a good Chobani protein like yogurt oh yeah those are good so those are a nice quick grab and go it gives me the protein so I'm filled up and then it gives me a little bit of uh carbs to you know keep me sustained yeah but it's not a full meal yeah which I kind of wanted to talk to you about this as well because you do um RMR testing which we can kind of go in in another podcast if you want to like give a yeah a brief explanation of like what that is and what that means but I have noticed after doing an RMR test and and I know to what my body needs to stay full longer and to have more energy and a lot of people um and you can kind of go into more of this because you are you have more knowledge of this than I do but um for me if I eat a low-carb diet, yeah. I am low-energy, yep. cranky, mm-hmm. not in the best mood, whatever. And, like, when I did my RMR test, that just kind of validated the yes. fact that my body primarily runs on carbs. And most humans, that's your main source of energy yes. right there. But, um, yeah, if you want to kind of go into, like, how the different macronutrients affect your energy levels throughout the day so our brain definitely runs off of glucose and that comes straight from carbs so a lot of times when people are like oh my gosh I'm on a keto diet and I'm low carb and when they're not actually in ketosis which a lot of people aren't actually in ketosis they just think they are yep uh they have the brain fog and they you know just aren't thinking clearly or they feel tired and it's literally because you're starving your brain of the glucose i could go into a whole rant about that one but we'll save that for another day save that for another day (laughs) yes so not necessary and keto was developed to help treat children or adults with 
epilepsy, epilepsy. right? Epilepsy, yes. So some people have used it to um, lose weight in a fast, quick way, but again, that's just another fad diet. Um, Some people use it for bodybuilding, but they're doing it for a specific goal in mind, so that's also just a little bit different. But if you're just doing it because your friend's doing it or someone you saw online had success with it, it's not necessarily something you should probably do. Yeah. Uh, My advice. Uh, But yeah, it's... RMR testing tells you what your body's burning at rest. So it'll be either carbs or fats. Yeah. So fats you have a lot more of, which people don't sometimes realize and sometimes don't realize. But if you were to take an entire, like your entire house, um, basically that's the amount of fat you have to burn. And then one small little like pillow or like cup is the amount of carbs you have to burn in your body. So your body does not store carbs Um, readily very much so there's just not a lot ready to go so that's why if we can prime our bodies to burn more fat we're going to have better luck in you know losing weight increasing performance increasing energy being able to go harder and long or harder longer and harder um training wise so if you're talking about like endurance athletes marathon runners triathletes when they feel like they hit the wall and they just are dead basically Allowing them to start tapping into fats earlier yeah. will help them not hit, ever hit that, like, wear-out wall. Yeah. So, it also um, lets you know how many calories you should be eating uh, per day without doing any kind of exercise. So, yes. I find with a lot of people, I would say the majority of those people being women, that they are actually not eating enough calories oh, yeah. to sustain their activities. Um, and a lot of times it has to do with anxiety too and, you know, mental health or what um, time you're at in your cycle because yes. calorie ranges can uh, change when you're in different parts of your cycle by about 100 to like 250 calories. So that isn't a, to- a lot in the it's grand snack. Yeah. I mean, it's a small snack. It's a small snack. It's not yeah. a lot in the grand scheme of things, but if you do know, oh, at this point in my cycle, I should try to eat a little bit more than I typically do, then that can change your whole outlook and energy levels throughout the day, um, which is really important. So some people are really in tune with their cycles. Some people are not. That's okay. Do what works for you. Sometimes I'm just like, oh, I'm kind of extra hungry. I'm going to have an extra snack, and I just do that. But I know some people are a little more analytical about that. I don't track anything um, food-wise. I just try to make good choices in the meal that I'm having. And I have a good friend of mine who lives down in Austin, Texas. You can follow her on Instagram at Nourished by Anne. But she is she's great resources for you know a, definitely a balanced um, yes. diet. So she's got good meal ideas. She's got you know her spicy margarita recipe or skinny spicy margarita recipe is great. Um, and then just talking to you about filling your plate and what kinds of things you should choose. Yep. So I mean that's kind of all you can do to help those energy levels in the you know, day-to-day aspect, but. Yeah. And honestly, like, the things that you put into your body have, like we said, just such a big effect on your energy levels throughout the day, which turns into your sleep at night. Um, And just how your quality of your sleep is as well. So we were kind of talking about the timing of um, food as well and how that can affect you falling asleep at night and how it can affect maybe you waking up in the middle of the night and just kind of go over some tips of just how to time your meals in a way that is most 
Beneficial. Yes, yeah. beneficial. There you go. I would for... say general rules, which again, everybody's a little bit different, and I can't say I'm practicing this right now because yeah. I had a bowl of cereal at 10 p.m. because I wanted a bowl of cereal. Yeah. And I feel like that's such a common thing, um, but people, you know, but I haven't been feeling as rested, so my body could be you know, digesting a little bit more in my sleep and I'm not getting as good of quality of sleep, yeah. which is what my ordering is showing, which we'll talk about in just a sec. Yeah. But basically you, I would say, you know, try not to eat after seven-ish, seven, eight-ish. Yeah. Um, Cause if you go to bed around 10, 11, if you finish eating around, you know, eight, then it gives your body about three, two to three hours to digest. And then you can kind of go to sleep a little bit more soundly. Yep. Uh, everybody's a little different. Some people, when they, they don't realize how bad it is until they stop eating after a certain time. And then yeah. they do it by accident because they're out with friends and it's social. And they're like, oh, that just really fucked me up the next yeah. day. You know, I my stomach hurt and then this went wrong and I just couldn't sleep. And it's like, yeah, your, your body got used to something else because your body's yeah. used to it now. So if you change it and it does happen to be a little bit better for you or healthier for you, um, if you do go back one day and then you're, and do the thing you were doing before, of course it's going to be like, oh, what do I do? You know, your body has no idea what's going on. Right. Because you're not used to that. Yes. So I would say I'm definitely a breakfast person, but I don't like to eat breakfast every morning. Sometimes I force myself to, to give me the energy. Yes. And by force, I mean like, again, like a Chobani yogurt. I try to give like 10 seconds so yep. that I don't have to worry about, you know, something for energy levels. Yep. doesn't have to be something big. Um, and you know, it probably shouldn't just be a coffee, which I do sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. And we can talk about caffeine too, because that is really like, that's affected my sleep a whole lot. Um, but just again, the things that we consume food as well as drink. So like making sure that you know, you're well hydrated throughout the day, but yep. maybe don't chug a gallon of water right before you go to bed because then you're going to wake up in the middle of the night and, and you're going to have to yep. go to the bathroom. Um, How is your water journey going these My days? water journey today, I have had zero. <laughs> but the water, I, the water in your coffee count? The, yeah, does the ice from my cold brew count? No. Um, <laughs> I have been doing better, though. Okay. Like, nice. but again, I go through phases yeah where I'm like it, it's really on the game and then it's really not do you so. notice changes at all like when you are really hydrated versus not oh absolutely yeah, okay. not necessarily in my sleep but I notice changes in um like my skin especially yeah but yeah oh and like bloating and things like that mm-hmm. too yeah uh yes I do notice changes not really energy level wise though um, probably because I have a caffeine addiction. Let's talk about that. Let's go. Let's talk about that. Um, so cold brews one, obviously. Cold brews one. That's actually the only, this is the only caffeine I've had today. Um, yeah, it's 9.30. It is 9.30. <laughs> this will probably be the only, mm. <laughs> So I try to plan out my day. I try not to have any more than like 250 milligrams in a day, which I think this is probably 200. So I can have like a tea later. Um, which might be a lot to some people, but then some people I have heard drink way more caffeine than that. So I'm not an energy drink gal, but how many milligrams are typically in an energy drink? So it depends on the brand. Cause I know I don't like Red Bulls and Monsters, but I think those are a little bit less. I think they're like 150, which is about a coffee. Like if you're going to get a lot. Your average cup of coffee is, you know, black coffee, no espresso is about 80 milligrams. Right. And then you get a latte Mm -hmm. and you've got anywhere from 100 to 200 milligrams. Um, and as a rule of thumb, 
most people should not go over 300 in a day. day. Yes. Yes. Um, so I try to keep myself a little bit lower than that because I am a, I'm a short and small human. <laughs> um, but I will try to plan it out. So monsters have a little bit less. The ones that I like, so like a Celsius is like 150 to 200 milligrams. And then the Alani News, which are, mm-hmm. are really good. Um, those have like 200 milligrams and the ghost ones have like 200 milligrams. Okay. I was going to ask you about those two brands. Cause I, I see those a lot. Yes. Um, just around the people I work with and you and other, you know, fitness people. I'm yeah. like, God, you guys are addicted to energy drinks. Some of them though, you have to watch out, especially if you're used to like drinking a Celsius is a big brand. Most it is. It is. And it's, it's a quote healthy brand. Yeah. It's, which it's, natural it's, caffeine. Yeah. It's, it's uh, I would be, be wary of that. Yeah. I would. Be I, mindful of what you consume. Yeah, I don't think any of them are necessarily great for you at all. I don't They're just agree. not. But you do have to be careful because some of them are 300 milligrams. And Depending if, on the flavor? or No, no, no. Just not the Celsius. Just gotcha. some energy drinks. drinks in general are 300. And you have to be careful because if you're used to drinking like 150 to 200 and then you drink 300, you're going to be bouncing off the you walls. You feel like you're on meth. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. So... Just be aware of that. But personally, I didn't really start drinking coffee to keep me up. Mm-hmm. Um, I started drinking coffee more because I like the taste of it. And like during the pandemic, I followed this creator on TikTok that would just make like pretty aesthetic coffee videos. Yeah. And then I would make them myself. And then that's how my caffeine addiction began. I see. And then I would go, so my first job, we just had like Celsius readily uh-huh. available. Oh, so you could just grab and go. I mean, I had to pay the $2.10 for it, oh, well, but that's it was cheap comparative to yes, yeah. going to the gas station or whatever. Um, so I would literally, it'd be four o'clock in the afternoon and I would have an energy drink. I remember, I think it, was it this time last year or was it this fall when you were talking about your resting heart rate being way too high? Oh, yeah. And that had to do with some other things. But things. I, we were also like, you're drinking this 30, 300 milligram energy drink at four. Yes. Yes. In the afternoon. Uh, yes. Um, so I did try to cut out caffeine for yeah. a while, um, which I like... When I said I was going to cut it out and then, like, slowly reintroduce it back yeah. in, it worked out pretty well, um, but my heart rate was still really high, so then I was like, okay, this is probably, probably something else. Yeah. Um, I'm fine, by the way. Um, but, yeah, caffeine can really, like, when I was working that job and I would have an energy drink at 4 o'clock in the afternoon and then it'd be 10 o'clock and I'd be like, why can't I not yeah. go to sleep? I wonder why. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, caffeine intake. Try to be like Chelsea and not have caffeine after 11 because that's really, like... I would say that happens 95% of the time. There are occasions where I do have an afternoon coffee, but sometimes... This is why I know people uh, get decaf because I used to be like, how can you not do how can you do decaf? And it's just because I'm craving a coffee in the afternoon, but I know I can't have the caffeine. Yeah. And so I'll make a decaf latte. And yeah. I'm perfectly happy, especially in the wintertime when oh, yeah, you can... the warm. Yep. The warmth um, is definitely great. I won't do a decaf cold brew. Um, but yeah, I, I think I mainly do that. But my... Back to like resting heart rate and stuff. So 
I track my sleep with an aura ring. Yeah. I love it. If you guys need a discount code, hit me up. Um, I don't think I get anything back from it. I just love my aura ring and want to share it. So if you want $50 off your aura ring, non-spawned, um, <laughs> you can hit me up in the DMs and I'll send you my link. But I've had mine for about three years now, uh, maybe a little bit longer. I'm not quite sure. Which I didn't realize they had... I feel like the, the aura ring craze, at least for, like, influencers and things yeah. like that, has been, like, the last year. Yeah. I did not realize when I was, like, researching aura rings and things like that that they had been around that yes. long. So, I mean, I've been in the uh, health and fitness space for a while now, and um, with um, my a friend of mine, she's also an exercise physiologist. We used to work together in a health and performance center um, out in Southern California, and so we were always, like, up on the latest gadgets and the yeah. things that were coming up and you know, the loop bands and, um, different, like, Polar, Polar is a heart rate monitoring, monitor company, um, they do a lot of other things, but those are the main ones I use for my metabolic testing, they're just really good ones, uh, but yeah, besides, like, the Garmin watches and the heart rate monitors and Apple watches and all of that stuff, I, we were definitely up on those, and yeah. so we actually got them at the same time because we were, like, oh my gosh, it can measure heart rate variability, which, like, not not you know nothing else nothing else really does yeah. i think whoop does now um but yeah it's been really nice to get those different metrics and basically with the um aura ring it gives you three scores it gives you your readiness score for the day so how ready are you feeling and then it gives you your sleep score your quality of sleep um like how you slept how long you slept was it restful sleep was it enough sleep was it enough REM sleep light sleep deep sleep was a good balance um, was your HRV, you know, low or high, or what was your average resting heart rate? And then it also gives you an activity score. So yeah. lately my activity score, well, I guess lately it's definitely a lot better, but I would say before, uh, this winter it's been pretty low and I wasn't meeting daily goals, um, or training frequency throughout the week, uh, which is definitely okay. It didn't make me feel bad about myself, but yeah. it just is telling me now, you know, I am working out or moving just more frequently, which yeah. is great. It gives you a good insight as to why you might be engaging in habits that you maybe don't necessarily yeah. always do or why you have less energy. It's not really uh, just same thing with the Apple Watch and like your activity rings. I have a I use an Apple Watch. So I like it, but I don't like it at the same time because really the move ring yeah. that everybody wants to close. Which, I mean, you can adjust all that You can settings. You can adjust all that, but it's based off of caloric... Expenditure? Like, yes, and that's it. Like, it's not giving you, like, what you've intaked for the day. Yeah. And, like, it's not basing it off of any sort of activity level or your resting level. It's basically just, like, how many calories you've burned throughout the day, which it's can be accurate. fine. But, again, it's not accurate, <laughs> and, like... If you're using it as a way to be like, okay, I want to make sure that I'm, you know, being active throughout the day and, you know, moving my body or not just like laying on the couch and using it as kind of an accountability in that yeah. way of like, okay, yeah, I feel good about this because, you know, I've, I've accomplished this much out of my goal, mm -hmm. then that's fine. But if you're using it in a way of like, I just have to close this ring because I have to close the ring, like... What does that mean? Not, yeah, probably not healthy. No. Yeah, and, like, again, what does it mean? Because you're not basing it off of, like, how rested you are. Mm -hmm. What your body truly needs in that moment. It's just, like, close the ring to close the ring. And with that, I used to have an Apple. Well, I guess I still have an Apple Watch. I just don't use it anymore. Yeah. Uh, 
honestly mostly because of the notifications I would get and just get too many notifications for yeah. work so that's a whole nother conversation but I stopped wearing it I just wear my aura ring um but I would never wear well I did wear my apple watch to sleep in um to track my sleep but then it started waking me up at night because I would get a notification or time to stand at time <laughs> which I don't think it I don't know if it did that in the middle at of night me, but yeah um it definitely like would fl- like you know when you flip your wrist up it flashes yeah to show you the messaging and stuff and so or like whatever notification and so it would or flash. that like green light underneath yes. there and so bright it would yeah which is the heart rate monitor so it would um flash um um, and you know take your skin temperature or whatever but yeah it would definitely wake me up so I started with or when I got the ring I just started wearing the ring to track my sleep yeah um, and it's been really great actually right now my um, sleep score is at an 89 so these are out of 100 so 85 and up is categorized as optimal um, and it gives you a little crown so it gives you like a like a good job gold star sort of thing and then my activity score right now is actually 95, which is really good for nice. me. So it looks like my um, training levels have been um, pretty good, frequency, volume, and then my recovery time has been really great. However, the most interesting thing I'm finding right now is that my readiness score, so how I feel throughout the day, is actually really low. So it's at 67 right now, um, so a lot lower than 89 and 95. Yeah. And so it's just showing that my heart rate variability, my HRV, uh, basically it measures the amount of variability in between heartbeats. So the more variability you have, um, the better and more recovered you are. So right now, you really want your HRV to be about 50 on average, um, and even higher is great. It means you're really rested and recovered and doing good, but mine right now is at 32. So it's not bad, but it's definitely not be optimal and it could be better. Um, I also had an increase of body temperature by 0.3 degrees Fahrenheit last night and then my resting heart rate was only 70 beats per minute so that is um pretty high for me i would say i don't have the lowest resting heart rate by any means i would say my <laughs> probably average around like low low to mid 60s um very rarely do i get you know into the 50s but i would say i'm definitely like a 63 or 65 kind of gal and you know being above 70 or 70 and above is definitely not typical for me so yeah. right now it's telling me that my resting heart rate is a little high I should pay attention to it my HRV balance is a little low like I just said and then just my recovery index is also a little low so my sleep is good sleep balance is good sleep regularity is good so that means I'm going to bed at the same amount of time my previous day activity is good, but then my overall activity balance is only fair. So again, that just means I did, I was active yesterday, but the previous couple of days I probably wasn't as active. Yeah. Um, it's also showing that my heart rate isn't lowering until really, really late in the night. So that just means that I'm not getting enough recovery after my heart rate hits the lowest point. So it looks like my heart rate hit the lowest point at like maybe 6 a.m. today, like this last night, and then I woke up at 7. So oh. I got only one hour of sleep after that. Yeah. So I feel like I'm sleeping really well, but obviously there's other stuff going on in my body that's causing me to not have great energy levels throughout the day. So right. anxiety, caffeine intake, eating late at night. And you mentioned, too, the, the rise in your temperature, and I know some of that can have to do have to do with um, the phase you are in your cycle as yes. well if you're a woman or... Uh, you know, person that has Definitely. cycle. Um, it can also indicate your, if you're getting sick yes. or if you are going through a stressful time, 
So it definitely helps indicate illness and stuff as well, which I've been struggling with allergies lately, so I'm thinking that maybe that has to do with it. Yeah. And then just overall, I've had a little bit more stress in my life, so I'm trying, and I've been ignoring it, yeah. I know that, so should probably address that, um, and then that might, that readiness might go up once I kind of acknowledge that a little yeah. bit more. Yeah, so. and like you said, sorry, excuse my voice, um, like you said, you know, if the allergies are bothering you, once that kind of mellows out, like, you will go through phases where your sleep is better than others. Oh, yeah. And that's very normal. And we do want to try to, like, optimize it as much as we possibly can. For sure. But inevitably, there's going to be times in your life where you're not getting as good a quality of sleep. Yeah. Like, if you... Oh, my God. I hope you cannot hear the dog. Anyways, if you, like, had a baby or, yes. you know, you're going through a stressful time in your life, maybe, like, a breakup or something, you know, it could be anything, um... There's going to be times in your life where it's better than others, and that's very, very normal. We just want to try to optimize optimize it as much as we can. I was looking at my heart rate on my Apple Watch, and again, I don't know how accurate this really I is. I would say it's about five, plus or minus five beats per minute of what it actually is, because I've done um, my own little test and research with different yeah. heart rate, chest heart rate monitors, Garmin and Polar, and those reading out versus the Apple Watch were about a difference of plus or minus five beats per minute, which okay. isn't a huge discrepancy. And again, that was with an Apple Watch Series 3. Um, I know they've probably gotten a little bit better. I have, to be honest with I you. I think they have like Series 7 now. So I, you know, I haven't done that test in probably four years or yeah. so, but back then it was about plus or minus five beats per minute. Yeah. So they could be more accurate now. I, I feel like the technology's probably gotten probably a little better, but a little bit. again, it's not going to be nearly as accurate as an Aura Ring or as any like of a, the or other. Or a loop or yes. a, you know, heart rate monitor on your chest because it's the contact within your skin and where it measures are, is just not as good because it's a Apple Watch. Right. It's, it's a watch on your hand. And... and I am curious about this because I didn't know that it tested my heart rate variability and it says it's 33. Um, which oh, you got not... me beat by one, girl. I know. Um, but again, I don't, I don't know how accurate that really is because of, I'm It'd not be interested. I'm not wearing it during my sleep yeah. either, which, so then it's only during the day. I don't wear my Apple watch to bed. Um, I tried to for a little bit and I downloaded this app that was kind of a little more in detail than like the health sleep, app. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, for sleep and recovery testing and all of that. But then I didn't want to pay for, like, the pro version, the pro, yeah. so I was, like, I'm not yeah. going to continue to, and I just don't like wearing my Apple Watch to bed. It's, like, Definitely. my only time to charge it. Exactly. It doesn't stay, like, charged throughout the night anyway. I feel like it's got a good, like, 16 hours of charge, and then you've got to put yeah. it on the, on the charger again. Yep. Um, so, yeah, so that's a great way to, like, test your recovery and just, know, again, know what's going on in your body is the biggest yeah. thing is just to get, like, insight of you know, what you're doing that way, you can kind of, if you can, revolve Mm -hmm. your, oops, revolve your day around, um, how your recovery is and what your readiness is. Um, and then we kind of had some tips and things like that to refresh your routine, to make sure that you're getting into a good, like, like things you can do to, um, get yourself ready for bed or have good nighttime routines or stuff like that. Yeah. Um, Do you have a nighttime routine? Well, before we get into that, there's one more thing I want to say about the aura ring. So some people were, um, friends of mine are talking and then other people who, 
you know, have an aura ring, but don't kind of have the knowledge base that I do yeah. about the numbers and why it measures what it measures. But they're like, oh, well, you know, I, I felt I slept good, but then my ring told me I didn't sleep good. So it's a self-fulfilling prophecy of me, you know, not sleeping good. And it's like, well, you can still feel refreshed, but have like lower values yeah. um, in some of those metrics. But it just kind of depends. And you a lot of times those people aren't very in tune with their bodies. Yeah. And so this is just helping them be a little bit more aware um, and maybe not ignoring some of those factors um, you know, before they get sick or before they get run down. And so it's just kind of more teaching them about their body. So, I mean, yes and no, it can be a self-fulfilling prophecy, but again, your mind is a powerful thing. So if you're like, I feel good, then maybe you do feel good and that's okay. Like you can, even if you may feel a little run down later in the day, but you're like, now I feel good. Yeah. That's, that's totally fine. And again, listening to your body and data and testing and all of that can be fantastic and it gives you a great insight to things but truly how you feel is the most just being in tune with your body is most of the time they're going to match up but again like you said if you feel great then write off that great feeling you know what I mean you don't have to be like I know I personally, if I had an aura ring, I would sometimes be like, oh, well, it said I didn't sleep well today, so this is my excuse to not do anything today. Yeah, and that's what kind of why they were like, well, maybe it's just a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. I'm like, you know, maybe it does help you, but I would say I did go about a week and a half without an aura ring because my charger stopped working, yeah. so I had to... Um, I could have just ordered a new charger, but I got a new ring instead. Nice. Um, they gave me a discount because... Whatever. Anyway, yeah. so I, I'm a sucker for a discount. So I got the the a new ring instead, and um, basically I was like, oh my god, I'm freaking out. I don't have these metrics to like yeah. figure out how I'm doing or what I'm when I'm sleeping or did I go to bed at the right time? Yeah, or, you know all these things, and I freaked out for a little bit, and then I was like, yeah, just use this like weak tongue plug a little yeah. bit, and I was like, okay, I feel at peace and I'm okay, and. Yeah. I survived without it for a week and a half, but man, was I glad to have it back. Oh, yeah. So I would say I nerd out about these results um, a little bit too much probably, but it was nice to kind of like, oh, I can't survive without it. Yeah. Um, do I want to? No, but I can. <laughs> yes. And I also like, so when I went on to the Aura Ring website, because I, I've wanted one for a while, but I just haven't like pulled the trigger on it. Um. I was like, okay, well, there's, you know, the price of the ring, but then mm-hmm. you have to, like, pay for the membership, right? Which I technically, when since I've had mine for so long, um, when I upgraded a couple years ago, or, like, two years ago, I think, they were like, upgrade now, and then you can get your membership for free for life. And so I was like, oh, 100%, yeah. I'm doing that. So I don't actually have to pay for that, which is really nice. Well, and I think, at least from the way I was looking at it, are there features that you can get without paying for? I am not actually sure about okay. that. So it wasn't even, like, a thing you had to pay for until, I think, like... like a couple years ago. Yeah, until, like, two years ago. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, well... You've sold all of us. <laughs> yes. They, they should. Aura Ring, sponsor us. <laughs> yes. Definitely. Um, yeah, so your nighttime routine. What's yeah. What does it look like? So my nighttime routine um, right now is involving a bowl of cereal. Um, mostly because my partner's like, hey, do you want a bowl of cereal? I'm like, yeah. Like, I probably don't need one, but I feel like the last couple of uh, weeks there's been times where I just was busy and I didn't get enough calories throughout the day and then at the end of the night my body's like you're still hungry yeah because it needs more calories um just because it didn't get enough throughout the day due to busyness or whatever it was or no access to food because I forgot my lunch on the counter or out of studio or wherever I was at so 
um, I have been eating a little bit later at night or been in my bed being like, am I bored? Or am I actually hungry? hungry? Yep. <laughs> and so I do that. sometimes I'll get up and I'll drink some water and then I'll lay back down and then I'll be like, nope, I'm hungry. And then yeah. I'll just go eat something and then I can fall asleep. So it's not anything huge, but I do try to like satisfy that need. And yeah. honestly, for the longest time, I had a box of crackers or a granola bar or some sort of like nuts or snacks or whatever because I would literally wake up in the middle of the night hungry. Yeah. And like snack kind of half asleep and then go back to bed. Yep. Because that's just what was happening with my body at the time. I just wasn't getting enough calories and I was kind of running myself ragged. Yeah. That hasn't happened for a little while, but I am finding that I do need to eat a little bit more throughout the day so I don't have that true hunger at night yeah. because I'm not getting enough calories. I always kind of joke as well. I'm like, I'm kind of like a baby. I like to eat every two to three hours. So, yeah. um, you know, I'll eat a meal. I won't finish it, but I'm like, I will finish this in two hours because I will get hungry again. You know, the leftovers where you're like, oh yeah, I'm, I'll get to bring these for lunch the next day. I know. And then you eat them that night. Literally. So Josh and I got Chipotle the other day and he was like, okay, well, if I eat this entire bowl right now, I'm going to be too full. Yes. So I'm going to save, I'm going to eat like half of it. And then in two hours, I'll eat the other half. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay. Like, you don't need to explain yourself to me. He's like, I just wanted to let you know. I'm like, yeah. okay, sure. I always, like, save mine for the next day. I I'm usually like, save mine. Lunch. Yeah, I usually save mine for the next day. But it is, uh, I do feel that same sentiment of, man, I really want to eat all this. Yeah. But I know I'm going to feel overly stuffed. But it yeah. took me a long time to get to that point knowing, like, how much I could consume at a time. Yeah. And not overeating and feeling horrible. Not, like, mentally or, like, self-conscious in but any just way. But just physically, like, like overfull. being too full yeah. at one time. Yeah. Yeah. So it took me a while because um, it's, it's hard to kind of be that in tune with your body sometimes. Oh, yeah. And sometimes you're just like, it tastes so good, I'm going to eat it all. Yep. And sometimes I do that. And oh, I, yeah. I feel like I suffer sometimes, but not all the time. Sometimes it's worth it. <laughs> but, yeah, it's, it sometimes is 100% worth it, especially with pasta. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, okay, so your bowl of cereal. My bowl of cereal occasionally or a snack. Um, and then I've also, like I said before, I have been using a sleep mask and a white noise machine has really helped me. Nice. Um, as well as my anxiety medication. But I do oh, yeah. love to journal before bed, kind of get out all my thoughts. Sometimes journaling can feel very, especially if you just have a blank notebook, it can feel very, um, like, what the heck do I write? Daunting. What, I feel like my day was crazy, but I don't want to stream of consciousness write all this out because it's going to take me 45 minutes to yeah. write it all out um, and get all my thoughts out. And so I've been doing, like, a gratitude journal, but also kind of just reflection of, like, you know, three things I'm grateful for. Great. Okay, three things I'm proud of. Three things I accomplished today. Yeah. Um, something I want don't want to forget for tomorrow. Yep. And that kind of just, like, gives me a check-in at night to get those just thoughts out. And it was another tip my therapist gave me. She was like, don't make it long. Five words or less. Yeah. She was like, five words or less. Get it out on paper. She's like, it doesn't have to make, like, grammatical sense. Yeah. But she's like, you could literally just put, like, five words in a sentence. And then if it means something to you, that's great. It doesn't have to mean anything to anybody else. Yep. So get it out, make it short, keep it sweet. Um, you know, I like to track the, it has a part where I can circle what the weather was like. So it's kind of nice if I was like, oh, I'm super run down or like really fatigued or, oh, it was really cloudy out and the sun, you know, never came out or it was rainy or it was cold. Yeah. Um, so that's been nice to kind of track that. And then it also lets me track my water intake, nice. um, which is also good, uh, knowing, you know, how I felt. But that's one of the things I like to do before bed. Um, I also like to read before bed usually about a chapter or so but it depends on if I'm really in the mood to read so 
I love good self-help book, but those can be really hard to read sometimes. It also can be hard to read at night. At least for me. Yeah. I can't read, like, a self-help book at night. No. Because I will just want to, like... Again, I'll have the shower thoughts. Yes, Where I'll be like, oh my god, I need to do this right now. And because I have my brain turned on at all times, if I do that, then it's like, okay, then I need to, like, again, make my to-do list, and then I'll get over... It's the spiral. (laughs) It's the spiral, exactly. Um, I also like to use a weighted blanket on occasion. I wouldn't say I use it all the time, but if I'm feeling extra anxious, um, I will definitely put that on me, and then I'll usually kick it off in the middle of the night, but um, that really helps kind of, like, decompress me, go back, or um, I like to run cold water under my hands to kind of shock me back um into reality yeah. and out of the spiral so just those little things um help me and then just knowing by like nine o'clock I need to like start winding down for bed yeah like not stop working on a project like the other night I kept working on a project till like 10 30 and I was like didn't have any time to wind down and yeah. it definitely affected my sleep so This podcast is sponsored by Titan Nutrition. Anyone wanting to optimize lean muscle and recover from a workout should be using a protein supplement. The problem is many of these powdered protein drinks taste like chalk and don't mix easily on the go. I have found the perfect solution with Titan Nutrition's protein, Titan Whey. This protein not only mixes easily, but it comes in eight amazing flavors to choose from, including strawberry sorbet, peanut butter fudge, and snickerdoodle, so you never get bored. I personally use them after workouts, when I'm traveling, or anytime I want a snack or to add extra protein throughout my day. Sometimes it's really hard for me to hit my protein goal, I'm going to be honest with you guys, and adding a protein supplement in my routine helps me maximize my protein intake, recover better from workouts, and help me build lean muscle. Titan Whey has 24 grams of protein in each serving with only a trace of fat and carbs. They are so, so good. It also satisfies your hunger and you can stay on track with your diet and nutrition goals. You can find these and many great other products by going to titannutrition.net and using using code GIRLSWHOLIFT at checkout to receive 10% off your purchase and free shipping. Again, that's titannutrition.com. Sorry, guys titannutrition.net with discount called girls who lift check them out yeah so I have had to really maximize my wind down routine um just because a lot of times I'm not getting home until late at night um especially on Tuesdays and Thursdays I don't get home till like 8 30 so it's I have to really push a lot to wind down because my brain's on from coaching and things like that um so I just try to like maximize that time so um does Avery when you get home later at night is Avery where's she at or do you have to worry about her on Tuesdays and Thursdays Josh has already got her to sleep like that's not my that's not my problem that night (laughs) there you go um so that's really nice every other night like Typically, we're putting her to bed together, but she always goes to bed before I start my wind-down routine, just nice. because I really um, value that time. I re- yeah, I really value that time, you know, by myself, and if she's awake while I'm trying to wind down, then I can't, because I'm, I have to try to take care of her, right? Like, yeah. that's where my brain is, it's not on taking care of me, so she's always in bed before I start my routine, Um and on other nights, you know, she takes a bath, she goes to bed, she's in her room away from me um, so I can do my thing. <laughs> but um, on the nights where I don't get home really late, I try to eat something 
before I go to practice. That way I have plenty of time to digest, like we kind of talked about. And um, if I don't, then, I mean, that happens quite often too. Then I just try to eat first thing when I get home. Yeah. That way, you know, I'm giving myself enough time to really digest the food, eat. I can never feel like I can fully relax either until after I take a shower. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'll... I'll eat my food, I'll take a shower, I have um, invested in these really cheap Amazon lights that change color, and it's really fun because you can change the color from your app on your phone, but I'll do red light therapy, um, which, again, I just don't like the big yellow light yeah. in the bathroom. Kind of like, big... <laughs> it feels kind of sultry and like, cool. Yeah, and... it's just, it's also like dimmer yes so then my brain is starting to go into sleep mode because the lights are dim yeah um and I just think the red light supposedly there's a bunch of benefits to it too um but I'll have that in my shower I have it in my lamp in my bedroom so I'll turn those on so there's no big light I'll do my shower I'll do my skincare routine and then I'll get in bed and sometimes I'll read a book um, I do need to like make sure that I don't read on my iPad because the light messes with me. So I will have like a physical book that I'll yeah. read and typically I fall asleep pretty quick. Like yeah. I don't have an issue. Like once I start reading, I'm like, okay, it's time for bed. Like I'm getting a couple pages in and I'm knocked out. Um try not to get on my phone. Like I will set my so at seven o'clock every night goes on do not disturb. So anybody from work, anybody like outside of my immediate family is not allowed to contact me after seven o'clock um that's just like a boundary that I've set for myself and for my business and all of that um so do not disturb goes on at seven then sleep mode goes on at like 8 30 so my phone's dim I'm not getting notifications from Instagram or wherever so basically by the time you get home on diving nights it's already like it's already off like it's done and even on like nights where I'm not doing diving and I get home from work Typically, I'm done at, like, 6 or 7, so by the time I'm driving and going home, it's on. So yeah. then, like, immediately when I leave work, I'm already kind of in wind-down mode, which is really That's nice. Awesome. Um, sometimes it's just a good boundary to yeah. set for yourself. And sometimes even just a drive home, uh, depending on how long it is, is a really good, like, time oh, yeah. by yourself, reset, like, maybe not even listen to anything, and yep. just kind of sit with your thoughts and, you know, help yourself wind down and appreciate the quiet yes for sure um the quiet is really there's sometimes that I want like mood music yeah, you know what okay. I mean so I'll uh-huh. put on like some like some sort of instrumental especially in like the fall and winter time I'll put on like the fall jazz yeah, okay. Amazon playlist <laughs> it's just like a good background music and it's very quiet um I don't like sleep with a sound machine at all I just I just go to bed. Yeah, I mean, I didn't start doing that until about a month or so ago. I honestly really want those, like, that, like, hatch. Yes, okay. My friend, or our friend, I guess, Morgan, has one of those. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, And so I've been wanting to try it out, and she says it was, like, the best purchase that she's had in a while. And And they came out with, like, an upgraded version of it, right? Yeah, I think they did, which I feel like that's a, once I, you know... My bed's not squished into this random area, yeah. and I actually have a real bedroom. Um, I will might have to invest in one. I know. I again, it's just like the aura ring. Like it's something that I have wanted for a long time. I just haven't pulled the trigger. But then, yet yeah, I go buy clothes all the time. Yeah. It, it's and yeah, priorities. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so I really want one of those because I think that would be really cool, especially because I've been trying to wake up earlier. Yeah. Um, because the the problem with the alarm on my phone is when I wake up, 
I just so get on my phone. Well, yeah, and I know you're not supposed to do that, yeah. but I do. Oh, everybody so, does. I feel like the people who don't are kind of lying. Or Yeah, like, how are you not... I will immediately... I don't know. I honestly feel like sometimes that helps me, like, wake up. Yeah. I feel like that's not the way. healthiest way to wake up. No, but, but, but like, yeah. I get it. I don't know. It just... Otherwise, I feel like I'm in, like, to-do mode immediately. Mm-hmm. And if I just scroll on TikTok for a little bit, then I get, like, my slow morning. What did we do before TikTok and Instagram? What did we do... I don't remember. I had to wake up early and immediately go to school is what happened. Fair, fair. <laughs> um, yeah, that's about it. Anything else that you... Oh, we were going to talk about chronotypes a little bit. Yeah, I would definitely say um, figure out what your chronotype is. There, I think there's like four different kinds that I'm aware of. Yeah. Um, sometimes they're categorized by like animals, like yeah. dolphin or bear or something. I can't remember the other two, but I, I think there's think... like wolf. Yeah, wolf, and then I think there's, like, four major ones. Yeah. Um, Aura ring categorizes mine as, like, a late morning type, which I don't know how that correlates to, like, an animal version of it. Yeah, I don't um, remember what the animal ones are, but I yeah. remember, like, the, the structure and the yes. layout of the day, and some of them are, like, and, again, this kind of relates to, like, hormonal cycles and yeah. things like that, too. And when your hormones are released, when your natural body clock goes into yeah. effect, and when you're most productive um, during the day. So yeah. just kind of knowing that really can help you plan your day. Uh, but, yeah, I would take a quick quiz on Google and just figure out what your chronotype is. Yeah. Um, and then if you've been trying something that, you know, maybe your friend has been trying, that you're like, God, why is this not working? Well, maybe it's not right for your chronotype. Right. Or maybe you're not doing it at the right time for your personal chronotype. So yeah. I would figure that out, use some, you know, Google some tips for that specific chronotype to help you, um, you know, just manage your sleep better and, you know, have a routine or yeah. start a routine and the thing I was going to ask you to and and I don't know if you know the answer to this but I we had it in our notes was like does your chronotype change and I'm really interested in this because I for the last couple years have been like a late morning mm-hmm. person like I, I want my slow morning I don't really want to start work until like 10 11 ish yeah um but then lately I've been craving the get up early go to work early get it done early so that I can chill out in the afternoon um and I don't know if that's just me like being tired of my routine or if like yeah I mean honestly I would say yeah it can probably change because it's just it's hormonally is you know driven as well and yeah not even talking about like female hormones literally just like when the you know stuff kicks in for you to you know melatonin and when that kicks in um for your personal you know body and how you sleep so it could definitely change based on habits because I'm sure the people who are not morning people can make themselves morning people yeah. to a certain degree if they train their body to do so. Right. So you could be a little bit bored with your routine, but maybe it's just that shift in mindset or life change that you need. And yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they can change and alter a little bit. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you for having me on again. Yeah. I also heard you got a new sponsor. Oh my so gosh! Yes, um, that is pretty cool. I was um, just gonna like add the clip in the middle of this yeah. somewhere where it fits nicely. You're good. Um, um, but I it was so funny because um, when we first did it first, I was I was thinking in my head I was like, okay, and now we're gonna jump into our sponsors, and I was like, but we're not cool enough for that yet. But apparently, we are cool enough. <laughs> apparently, we are. <laughs> I know. Literally. Um, it was kind of wild because I just didn't think that that, and I think I mentioned this on the last podcast too, I didn't think that I... Three episodes in. Yeah. yeah. Like, what? What? 
Um, but they've been really awesome. Cool. I they've sent me some products that have been like really tasty and I really like them. Again, I, I mentioned this on the last podcast too. With supplements, I like to give them a little bit of time. Oh, 100%. To just like to see if I kind of vet them a the little difference. bit more before you speak on what your personal experience right. is like. Yeah. I will say my personal experience though, like taste-wise has been great. Um, the protein supplements, I mean, there's not really a whole lot to a sub- protein supplement where I'm going to notice a huge change. Mm-hmm. Um, does it make it, you full? <laughs> it does make me full, and that's what matters. It makes me full. Does it have enough carbs for you it to d- perform? They really do, because yeah. they're, um, they're technically like a meal replacement shake, yeah. which I personally don't. I, that's a snack. Yeah. Um, it's not a meal. Um, for you, yeah. For me, yes. But it does have quite a bit of carbs in it I know I, I, I if anyone's ever asking about supplements I'm like you gotta get some of carbs like you yep. especially if you're using it post-workout you're gonna need those carbs you need to carbs. replenish um those glycogen glycogen stores in your muscles yep so definitely good so to have carbs. great great source of carbs great source of protein great taste is really what especially like the greens I'm I'm yeah. not a greens girly, but the greens were really good well I was seeing some of your smoothies on Instagram and I was like oh those are looking good yeah yep um yeah so Shout out to Tight Nutrition, because they're pretty great. Um, Yeah, I think that's all we got for you today, though. So uh, thank you so much for listening, and hopefully you got some ideas. Hopefully you gained some knowledge. Um, If there's ever anything you want us to speak on or, you know, do some research for you if you're interested on a a specific topic. Slide um, into the DMs. Yeah, slide into our DMs at Girls Who Lift Pod. Um, or it's Bounce by Sarah on Instagram or Movement with Chels on Instagram. But hope to chat with you guys soon. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. Bye.